Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. 
It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It's the Almost Famous Podcast. This is something special. We're coming to the end of the season for Gabby and Rachel. Today, we have a very special episode. Yes, it's a two-part uh, week when it comes to the airing of the show. So we're going to break down the first half of this episode here in the first 20 minutes. Then the host of the show, Jesse Palmer, is going to join Ashley Iconetti for the kind of middle part. I'd say the climax, if you will. And then towards the end of the show, Ashley will finish the recap. I'm on my way to Nashville, Tennessee uh, for the Love One event. This is an incredible um, nonprofit that Jessica's best friend helps run. So I've got to jump on a plane. Uh, the show didn't ask me my schedule. Uh, <laughs> ABC, did, ABC did not ask me my schedule when they aired two episodes this week. So that's where we're at, Ashley. Let's take it away right from the start, because I want to be here for all of this goodness. You watched the episode last night. You are our resident expert. I watched... Stop that! Most... Stop that! Stop that! Oh, you don't like why, that. Why am, I more of a, why am I more of an expert than you? You're the bachelor. Yeah, I don't always understand these scenarios like you do. Okay, so we have the Gabby and Eric situation kind of rolling over um, from the episode before. I don't want to see this one end, I will say. Ashley, what do you think? You don't want to see the relationship end, or do you want to see no. this episode end? Well, I don't want to see this relationship end. Okay, well, same. It, so she, like, takes a quick break to, re, like, to like you know, like, Focus. soak things in. Yeah. And then comes back to him. But apparently they still think kind of, like, leave things unsolved, even though they, like, hug and kiss, but she still doesn't, like, feel great about him when she leaves. Do you think this is one of those scenarios, Ashley, where you're dating somebody, you're so attracted to them, you like everything's going so well, and then something happens and you feel like some will say it's a red flag. I feel like that's pretty harsh, but you just see something where you're like, I'm no longer as interested as I was before. Like, do you think she's been, I don't, hurt is not the right word. Do you think she's been uh, convinced that maybe this is not her guy? I don't think you can be convinced with just one moment like this, unless there's a series of red flags that we don't know about. Yeah. Well, so I don't know. Again, like we said in yesterday's podcast. Yeah. And like we said in yesterday's podcast, like I just have complicated feelings about this. While you don't want the guy to be giving you tests or ultimatums, which I don't think is an ultimatum. Uh, you also don't want him to be like, yeah, you go have fun and sleep with everyone else. Like, you kind of want some balance. He's not telling you don't. We've seen no. this done so many times way worse. <laughs> yeah, this is not a new scenario. This is this not a shock. not Luke. <laughs> no, gosh, no. No, not even close. This is, this is I think... Um, I just feel like maybe he didn't get his words out perfectly, but I don't know if he needed to. I think he said what he said is mostly I care about you. Yeah. And this is hard for me. Well, yeah. 
One thing that's interesting about these last two episodes, Ashley, is we've seen more of Jesse Palmer than I feel like we've seen in the first two years of, or first two seasons of him hosting the show. He steps in to talk to Gabby. Uh, why are they using Jesse so much? Uh, and as uh, I think from a girl's perspective, because Twitter has uh, multiple different opinions on this, do you feel like he consoles correctly or healthily or well, or does he help or does he hurt? Ashley, when you watch Jesse Palmer, I guess is the best question. Do you feel like he's somebody you would like to talk to? Well, yeah, I'm talking to him in 15 minutes. <laughs> why? Explain why, from your perspective, he's somebody, as a host of the show, you're like, I wouldn't mind if he stepped into my room and had a chat with me when I'm in my in a low place. Well, I can actually, yeah, just speak from experience and say whenever he's on this podcast, he is very easy to talk to. And you can just ramble to him. Blah, 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 joke. He's kind of like lighthearted. I don't know. He brings a certain like levity and understanding to things. I would agree. I mean, I, <laughs> I do. I, I, you know, I think people's opinions are different, right? Some people are still in the, hey, Caitlin and Tasha were ones that you'd want to console with. I feel like Jesse is doing a great job. I have nothing but good things to say about him. Uh, people could have their opinions on who they would like more. I think he's doing a great job. I think he's being like being very welcoming uh, and helping relieve some of the pressure and the stress. So I'm, yes, I, I would say that uh, I wouldn't mind talking to Jesse. Uh, I wish I could be here to talk to Jesse today. He's a very <laughs> nice man. Uh, okay, so we move in from the Jesse and Gabby uh, conversation to the Gabby and Jason overnight, which might be the overnight I was most looking forward to because this is the one relationship, and I've said this before, I just don't see. I don't feel it. I don't get it. Um, and I was more convinced of why I feel that way after watching this overnight. <laughs> okay, so they have their little fun time in the pool where I'm actually vibing them. Yeah. They, like, they continue that vibe into dinner, and Jason is like, I'm going to have to tell Gabby exactly like, my thoughts right now, which is that basically I would never get engaged after a show. I I think that I know her a little bit, but obviously not like real stuff because I feel like this is all a show and I would really need to know her off TV to to explore a serious relationship. And yeah, like I'm not very comfortable in front of the cameras. Is this like all magic hour? Blah, blah, blah. I'm saying this with such tone because like this guy deserves tone at this point. It sucks because I think we've all really liked Jason. Yeah. But he, I don't, he gets none of my sympathy in this moment. Well, and we hear Gabby make a lot of comments, uh, you know, that they have this great connection. And Jason says that they understand each other at a deep level, uh, whatever that means. I mean, I'm sure it means whatever they're feeling. But again, why I'm not like convinced that I understand this relationship is because of the exact same things that he's saying and that Gabby's saying is this experience has not been comfortable for Jason. He hasn't opened up a lot, you know? Well, I'm thinking you haven't been with him without a camera on you. So if you're just going, this guy just doesn't open up a lot because he's nervous around cameras, you have no clue what he's like without a camera around. You have no idea if maybe this is how he is all the time, which makes me say maybe maybe they don't they don't know each other well enough to get engaged or 
they don't know each other well enough to even continue this relationship because both of them are kind of speaking out of this. I wish they'd do this. I wish he would be this. Well, he's not. Yeah. Also, when he said, I'm not in love with you, I've never seen somebody not like wear a mask. Like she had it written all of her face. Yeah. So she was shocked to hear that. And it was really sad because you could like kind of feel the heart sink if you were in her body. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. I couldn't believe that she, after that, I mean, props to her, and I think it was a good decision, but I also thought she would react more emotionally. Mm. Um, she takes kind of a step back and then comes back and says, like, she wants to spend the night together so that they can have that time. Yeah. That was the right move. Uh, I, think so. I didn't, I like knew in that moment that wasn't going to like change things. But I also didn't think it would be as bad as it was the morning after. So the morning after, Gabby was like, that's not it. <laughs> he is not my person. Um, she was just like, I can't believe that he hid all this stuff from me for so long. All these feelings about the show and like the process. Do we have, and I, I'm blanking, do we have any idea of why and when he left? The room. I mean, we just see the scene where they wake up and he's not there. But do we know when he left exactly? No, because, yeah, you're right. Like, they don't wake up together. Maybe they, you know, I'm sure that they, like, did, but they just didn't show us that scene. Uh, yeah. They just showed the scene of her walking out, which kind of represented more as to how she was feeling than being, like, all lovey-dovey in the morning. Because that would have come off pretty fake. Um, but I have to say, Gabby's skin... So glowy, like in the morning. Oh, Why does her skin beautiful. look perfect? It's like she must use Loxiton or something. You know that stuff that Lox <laughs> you know that Loxiton stuff that we're obsessed with? The yeah, that, the immortal serum. It's so good. It smooths fine lines and wrinkles. I was just telling you how I am getting no sleep. Like I felt like nauseous this morning because like the lack of sleep I've had the past few days. But I have to say, I mean, with the immortal overnight reset eye serum. And their reset face serum. I may look tired, but you don't. You but like, but I'm not aging. But you look good. Thank you. Ash. Thanks. Glowing. Thank you so say. much. So yeah, you could also get the Immortel Divine Cream, which creates that brighter look, that more even skin tone, which I which I definitely need um, in my life. You know, something that makes me like look bright and happy and, and alive. And it's also gentler on your skin than retinol, which is great. I do use retinol, but um, I alternate it. I use it every couple of days and I use my Immortel Divine Cream in between then. So we also love that Loxiton is committed to nature. They've been sustainably sourcing ingredients since their beginning. So I know that I'm taking care of nature as I'm taking care of my skin. And that's another added benefit. I'm just a fan. I mean, as I've said before, you know, I, I live with a skincare expert. It's what a lot of our evenings consist of talking about. And I do enjoy it. I learn a lot uh, from Jessica. But one of her big dreams, one of the best gifts I could give her is to have a nighttime routine and a morning time routine and the Loxiton products have been a part of both. And I think it's helping. I like it. I enjoy it. So I stopped chasing after a thousand different skincare products. I've tried a lot in my day, as I said, trying to make my skincare routine just perfect for myself and, well, for my wife. Loxiton has everything I need. I invite you to try it. 
And to get you started, here's $20 off your purchase of $75 plus free shipping with code PODCAST. Go to loxiton.com and use code PODCAST. That's L-O-C-C-I-T-A-N-E, loxiton.com, code PODCAST. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. 
But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip and I was like, this is so awful, but I I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. Oh, no. Ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argon oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if you... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ashley, yes, we've been talking about how beautiful Gabby looks in the morning. She looks stunning. She wakes up glowing. She wakes up looking like the Bachelorette. And so we move on to the next Bachelorette, Rachel and Zach's overnight date. This, again, is an interesting date to me for the same reasons at some level of why Jason and Gabby's overnight date was interesting to me. The one thing about Zach that I'm still holding on to, Ashley, still holding on to one moment, the date where they watched the movie. Now, I think that was a beautiful date. The date and I where they, they watched the movie. About their childhood. Oh, 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 yes. And they cried and they laughed and they talked about their, their upbringings. And I felt like that was one of the moments, as we talked about in the last podcast, that I could see a connection being built, a trust being formed, and an enjoyment of something that's not luxurious. You could watch childhood movies at home anytime. 
this was obviously in a movie theater, so it got expanded and blown up a little bit. But I still felt like this was a date that made me see that there is something special between the two of them. Yes, but apparently Rachel is not sold. <laughs> and then I'm confused again because <laughs> this was the one. This was the one couple. Now I I get the Tina thing. I know they are into each other. I I get Avon. Yeah, I understand that relationship. I understand Eric, like why that stuff's working. But I just felt like the Zach and Rachel chemistry was one that I at least had felt so at some point this season. And that's why I'm confused. Because they also had that that date where they watched the planes go off. Yeah. I think Zach might be one of those guys that like tries so hard or he's so enthusiastic about it, he might give you the ick a little bit. Over time, okay. You, you understand? No, I do. No, okay. I get it. And especially yeah. on this show, you can, I will say, as the lead, you can tell that fairly quickly. Like, are you just always putting on your best face for me? And like, there's no way you're that excited about this experience. Like this, we're at this point, we're both tired. This is kind of sucked. Like I'm, you know, having overnights with multiple people. You can't love that. And yeah. you're like, you don't have to act like everything's perfect. You, it's not. You know how yesterday we were talking about how like Tino has like the suave, like hot guy in high school type vibe. Yeah, sure. A little more edgy than the other two. Yeah. Like, he, Zach, is anti-edgy. He's just, like, cookie-cutter Mr. Me. Boy Scout. Did you say he's me? That's what everybody said about me. Yeah, I know, but Ben, I don't know. You have, like, this exception to the... You are the exception to the rule. Okay? I got an edge. Yeah, you got an edge. Wild. You do. Yeah, I'll be crazy. Yeah, oh, I know. I seen you with whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. my eyes go off. <laughs> so, I just feel like now she's like, okay... You're just too, you're just so squeaky clean. Yeah. You know, I just feel like that's her vibe towards him. They go to the psychic. What does the psychic say? Nothing like, nothing to me as if it's even worth repeating, but they tried to make it a theme. And then they, oh, I love the way that with Zach, he goes, they're shopping around town, right? And he says this quote. It just stuck with me. He's like, we're doing everything in Mexico that you'd want to do in Mexico. It's like buying tourist things. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway. It's a very dad comment, by the Yes. Way. Like, this guy's going to be a great dad. Oh, my God. He's such a dad. He's going to be so sweet. He is a sweet man. But that comment is like, well... I don't know. Rachel flies planes for a living. Maybe like just buying stuff isn't her deal. She obviously has some type of like adventurous side that she like if she goes to Mexico, like I could see Rachel wanting to like jump off and bungee jump off a bridge. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's more her vibe. Mm hmm. She that's 1000% more her vibe. So I'm like picking up on vibes that they're not like getting like the, there's like something she's like not into it anymore. Like I'm picking up those girl vibes. Um, but she continues to like act like she's into it. She wants him to go to the fantasy suite. And then they go to the fantasy suite. I think I even like, did I rewind? Cause I was like, Oh, okay. We're just going to like close the doors and make this go real fast. And then the morning, what? what? Do you mean go right? What do you mean to make this go real fast? Oh, I just mean, <laughs> you know, sometimes you feel like you're like, was there more to that? Is there more? Like, uh, did they say a goodbye? Did they close the door? Because, you know, like in paradise, they're like, goodbye, goodbye. Yeah. Uh, but, but anyway, they uh, 
it's all about the morning. Ben, I just I know you have to go soon, but we have to talk about this morning. No. What yeah. happened? I also, maybe this is what I was rewinding, being like, did I miss something? Where did we all miss something here? Why is the drama happening in the fantasy suites? Didn't you say yesterday that's like not fair to us as an audience? That yeah. the drama's happening in fantasy suites and we're not getting it on camera? Well, yeah, I mean. Maybe I read that somewhere yesterday too, but. Well, yeah, I don't remember saying that exactly. I will yeah. say that I'm in the camp of, um, you know, fantasy suites are a very private time. They're important for the couples. I do think they're important for the process because you do get to have conversations and just kind of let loose a bit. Uh, I don't know if we need to be privy to everything, but like if somebody's leaving the next day or there's an argument, then like, yeah, I feel like I need to know. I've watched this whole season. <laughs> well, we don't really get an answer. It is no. the most mumbo jumbo ever. Can't figure it out. All Zach keeps saying is that like, she wasn't the same. And then the doors close and it was like somebody I didn't know. It's like as if she's been acting the entire time because the girl in the fantasy suite was not the girl that I thought I was dating. He also says that the concern, the main concern that she had that kept repeating throughout the night that he was so thrown off by was, you're 25, are you sure you're ready for marriage? You're 25, are you sure you're ready to get engaged? That, that's what threw you off? That's what you come out of this fantasy suite that you said was bad? By just saying that she was questioning your age and your readiness? There was something else. Don't you think there was something else? Yeah, I, I don't even want to say anything. No, what? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's the fantasy suites. Like, yeah, you think they, that didn't go according to plan? Like the physicality yeah. wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be my guess. I think so. All of a sudden, you're behind closed doors for the first time. You know, you have this moment. And I, I get it. I've been a part of, I mean, okay. You know, Caitlin, Caitlin and I were just good friends, like in all honesty. And so we just, all of a sudden we're like, yeah, this, this probably isn't working. Like this isn't, this is where this could be done. So we, you know, snuck out of a castle and ran around oh, yeah, the lake yeah, yeah. and like had a lot of fun. And I get this. Like I get the moment where you wake up in the morning, you're like, Hey, this was a good ride. Uh, you and I respect each other. I think you're awesome think you're great uh but this is probably done and now granted i think that was like a very easy like way for us to handle it it was you know to this day caitlin is somebody i i love i like i care about i respect i enjoy being around she's funny uh i'm guessing with rachel and zach they probably didn't cross the boundary of having that open dialogue and so it just felt awkward for about 12 hours it was just a weird moment and all of a sudden Zach's like, yeah, I don't think she's that into me. And Rachel's like, you're right. <laughs> I'm not that into you. And then they have to move on. That's the most fantastic insider uh, perspective. Well, it's, I, I'm, that's what I'm imagining happened. Because can you imagine this, Ashley? Put yourself in this scenario. You're dating somebody. All of a sudden, you have that first evening together, right? You, you're deciding to stay over, whatever it is. Door closes, and you just have this, like, pit in your gut. Like, eh, I don't know if I want to be here. Like, I don't think this is what, you know, the dates and the dinners were cool and the movie night was really awesome. But now all of a sudden I'm looking at this being like, this is not my future. And put yourself in that scenario, but know that 
you're on national television and that it's expected that you're in this room now for 12 hours or whatever it is. And it's just awkward for the whole time. And she's asking him questions that like, I don't think you're ready. Like she's trying to convince yeah, herself a little she's bit. She's also trying know? to like talk him out of it. Be like, you know what? Exactly. You're right. I'm not ready. What I said earlier about her feeling like the ick right now with him, I think makes so much sense with your theory. Okay. Because she's starting to feel a little icky, but she knows the way like it kind of rolls. And she like knows exactly how she's going to handle the rest of the season. She knows who she's going to yeah. end up with. And she plays nice to him on TV, like in front of the cameras. And I've yeah. I've done this before, not on the show, um, but like in real life. You like just, you do the fake smile, you know, you do the smile yeah. and you have your voice in a certain way. And you're like, I know exactly like that. I'm not going to ever call you or text you again after this date, but we're going to get through it. And you're going to think that I like you just because yeah. I'm being polite. And this is what she's doing on camera. This is just theories, guys, but I think I might be right. And then she gets in, gets behind closed doors and she's like, Oh God, this guy! I can't even. I cannot fake smile anymore. Yeah, this guy is. Yeah. I'm. I'm all over I'm this. It's, yeah, all I'm thinking. Oh, I'm supposed to be in this place where like maybe we have sex with someone, and all I want to do is be with Tino. I'm if if he tries to make a move on me, I'm gonna have to push him away. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. That's our assumption. That's our story. We're sticking to it. Hey Ashley, I've got a plane to fl- uh, catch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse Palmer is in the waiting room. Uh, he is coming on to speak with you right now. So have a great day. All of you listeners, thank you for letting me join for just a period of time today. Uh, and uh, we'll be back next week, All obviously right. talking about uh, the Bachelorette finale. See you, Ben. I'm actually going to finish the recap with Jesse because the only thing left to really talk about this episode that is juicy is his weird on stage with the lights off situation. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of too intense. Uh, all right, <laughs> bye. And you can tell him I said that. Okay. All right, see you guys. Bye. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to one hundred percent leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? (laughs) Yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. 
he should really apply for the bachelorette (laughs) or this one episode which is what our amazon purchase history says about us why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button ashley um say less this is really really interesting so to check it out you can search smart money happy hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts just search smart money happy hour and hit that subscribe button which i just did your wallet and your next road trip will thank you hey girlfriends it's me carol fisher i'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of the girlfriends In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair... The OG has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip and I was like, this is so awful, but I... I do like need to do it, <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. It, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like. Um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving. Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. 
You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Palmer is now on the line with us. He's actually backstage at Kelly and Ryan. And that's where I want to start off this convo. Jesse, Kelly Ripa has been so clear about her feelings on the Bachelor franchise. Like she hates us. <laughs> she, she's <laughs> she's definitely a been opinionated. Yeah. She's, <clears throat> she watches. She's very aware. Wait, of everything she does that's going not on. watch. I remember when I was the bachelor and I came on the show years and years ago. And I remember that's kind of what I learned right away. I'm like, wow, she really, she asks the tough questions and shares a lot of opinion about it, but I love it. I got to say, honestly, it, it's actually a lot of fun because you can totally have fun with her about it on the show too. Okay, cool. We can't all take ourselves that seriously. Can we? No, no. Now, we usually like to start off, or I like to start off my conversations with you. I don't know if everybody likes this, but I like starting with a little NFL talk. And you know that my husband and I are so invested in Tom Brady that um, our son is named after him. You know, his middle name is Brady. Uh but like we're having a weird, we're having a weird Brady week. We not personally, but like Brady is having a weird month, right? Uh, Ashley, first off, I thought you were a Giants fan. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> where, where, where did this whole like you know we've always been Brady fans, Jesse? <laughs> oh my gosh. Like when, when I know one of you is okay. You're not allowed to change your stripes, Ash, after having a baby. Oh, but it's not. He's like gotten me on Team Tom, so it's not even so much that I'm like a. T a t I'm like not a. I'm, I'm like not even that much of a Patriots fan, really, as I am no, just a Tom fan. No. no, 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 Jesse, you don't understand. I always say that like the one, the one person that could probably root for their spouse's team, in like like in the way that I do, is a Giants fan to a Patriots fan because we always kick their butt because yes. we always get them in the big moments. So yes, we do. So you know how okay, that so figures you have out. That in your back pocket, yeah, exactly. Like I, I always have the and trump card. And you're allowed to cheer for a player. Like you might not be like a Patriots fan. If you say oh, I'm a Tom Brady fan, oh, I am a Tom Brady fan. I do not okay. give a rat's ass about what's going on in Foxborough, except okay. for the fact that Bill did up everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, apparently, no, you say, yeah, you, you sound like Kelly Ripa now. All of a sudden, about oh the my Patriots. gosh, I know. Sorry. Okay. Uh, our producer is like, okay, Ashley, we only have 10 to 15 minutes with him. So if you don't talk, if you could not talk about Tom and Giselle, but, but really, what do we think is going on with Tom and Giselle? I don't know. Like, I Are don't you know worried? If it's them. Like, I don't No, I'm not. I mean, listen, he's 45 years old. And like, like, I think football people are like, he's taking time away. It's hurting the chemistry of the team. I mean, he's going to get that back right away. He's Tom Brady. We're like, not worried about that. The guy literally that. wakes up and he's still Tom Brady. Yeah. I, I, you know, 
I would be lying if I said I haven't wondered what might be going on. But honestly, like I, I this is such a boring answer. I just think he's like, dude, I don't want to do training camp. For of course. Of course. Like, he's like, bro, like I'm 45. I've won how many Super Bowls? I'm not sweating in Tampa in, in the month of August with all these guys twice a day. I'm not doing it. Like I'll play the games and I'll be Tom Brady. And you can just do that. He really doesn't need mm. training band camp like, to be no. Tom Brady. All right. Like, didn't he like buy? He bought just one last thing. I yeah. think he bought like a piece of land in Miami for like ten million and like tore it down. Now he's making like a seventy million dollar home or something. Right. But maybe he had to go look at that. He's creating the compound, okay, for him and Giselle compound. for the rest of their lives. Yes, we know that she doesn't like him playing at 45 he said but he said he's gonna retire at 45 so we gotta give him the 45th year and then he's done okay 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 now we now we transition we got it out of us we transition now in a beautiful transition with the question if there is one nfl player out there um that you would like to see as bachelor who would it be we need a stunt caster we need somebody we need a stunt cast so let's get somebody can saquon barkley do it (gasps) yeah Okay, let's get it. Let's get this happening. Can your people reach out to Saquon? Can you get him on on the podcast? I think he'd be awesome. For people that don't know, Ashley knows. For people out there that don't know, he's the running back for the New York Giants. He's a great guy. He's a good looking dude. Is he single? He's a, he's a stud player. See, that part I don't know because he's a good enough football player that he could be dating an A-list celebrity if he wanted to. Okay. Like it could be Russell Wilson, Ciara. Oh, we love Russell to. Wilson and Ciara. So it's like he's that level, but I don't know if he is. And if he's not, that would be my NFL pick. Okay. Love that answer. Love the answer. Now let's go into deep questions about this show. Starting out as to where Ben and I left off with the recap. We see, you know, Gabby goes to Eric. It's all dramatic. Like he must have, his heart must have been beating out of his chest when she like knocks on his door and is like, let's talk. I'm just going to get to it. He probably was like, oh, this is the moment. This is the moment she breaks up with me. And then she's like, you're the only one here and I love you. <laughs> Which is so cute. Like only Gabby, only, only Gabby could do that too. That's like such a Gabby delivery yeah. for that moment. Yeah, I I, you, I can't even imagine what was going through Eric's Eric's mind. You know, it, it's been so funny. I don't know how you and, and Ben feel about it, but watching Gabby and Eric this this whole time, like from the beginning, they obviously have this amazing chemistry, and you can see that, and you can tell that they're falling in love, and they have these feelings. But communication with them is so off at times, and it just kind of comes back over and over and over. It's a huge hurdle they just can't seem to get over, and. So because of that, it just feels like they're always one conversation from this thing being over. That's how I feel. You know, it's just so volatile because of their inability to be on the same wavelength that way all the time. But you just know that they have these strong feelings for each other and they want to be together. And so, you know, that that's kind of what was my thought watching that back again last night, too. I was like, oh, my God, it's just so intense between these two all the time. Is that a tease or a tee up for what we might see in next week's episode? Yeah, it's not over yet. Oh, because, yeah, it doesn't look like it's over yet. It's all I'll say. Well, you know, it's like one conversation at this point, especially one conversation can can change everything. Oh, my God. Can blow everything up. And with them, because they have these communication breakdowns, um, it's it's, you know, you're on pins and needles every time, you know, they're coming together because you just want it to end up well. Oh, gosh. Um, so it's, you know, people, people will see it's, but it's uh, all says it's not over. 
you're as serious right now as you are on the stage with no lights on at the end of the episode. I just escaped. <laughs> I was um, like, I was, I was held by our producers <laughs> for a week in a random state. It was like apocalyptic, wasn't it? I'm watching it back. Sure I'm, like, was. I'm like, there's zombies outside. They're breaking in. This may be my last message to everyone. <laughs> it was Even so like that. I, I'm watching it. And then I'm like, wait, 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 I got to press pause here. I don't even like, know, like, am I missing context here? We're just, we're just saying that next week is going to be this dramatic. We have to prepare ourselves in a dark studio. Uh, so I'm like, Jared, come here, come here, analyze this with me. What is going on? And like, where's, what is that studio too? Like that's like for people at home, honestly, like when, when people at home in Bastard Nation, when you watch these, these stage shows, we call them stage shows. So when it's like men tell all or women tell all or AFR, um, that's what the studio looks like before yeah. it looks like what it does when you watch. So I think there's people out there that, are, that, that think that stage is always black and shiny yeah, no. and there's video boards and seats and, and well lit and everything. I mean, what these people do is pretty incredible because I mean, that stage shoots movies and different TV shows, but yes, like last night, it looked like I was in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> um, I'm trying to announce that. And, and my wife's watching it. She's on the floor rolling. Around. Yes, like, you would be. She's like, you didn't tell me you were going and filming there. She was so mad. I had to go back and film that. And she's like, Wait, where were you filming that? Why didn't you just film that? And like where we live, you could have picked any studio to do that. You're in. telling me you had to fly just for that five minute clip. Yes, I well, I have to say that it was so captivating that maybe it was worth it. Yeah, it's got me so. <laughs> counting down the moments till I get to watch oh, that episode. Man. Okay. So we got a tease there with you that yeah. we will have that it is not over. It's not a happily ever after with Gabby and Eric. So let's move over to Rachel and where we left off with her. We see that Zach interrupts the rose ceremony after right. making a big stink with you, having a heart to heart about how she was a different girl in the fantasy suites. So before you came on, Ben and I gave our theory. We said that we think that she like kind of had like the ick with him. She was like over it, but like was kind of like playing by the rules and being nice and polite gets behind closed doors and she just can't hide the fact that she's not into him anymore. Like he's probably making moves on her and she was probably like, Oh no, I'm thinking about Tino. And yeah. what, what's your theory? Because you had the actual conversation and he kept blaming the 25 engaged, ready marriage, blah, blah, blah. But, but like, was there more to that conversation? Please spill. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm sort of with you. I mean, I'm just reading body language the way you, you and Ben are doing it too. And I hope everybody else is watching it. Um, I was surprised that Zach even knocked on my door in the first place, just because everything leading up to that overnight date and the fantasy suite between them seemed like it was just going so, so well. And just seeing them interact, talking to Zach, hearing how he felt about her, hearing Rachel about how she felt about him. Everything seemed like it was going so great. And even on that date and at dinner and everything leading into the fantasy suite, it seemed kosher. It seemed fine. Um, but you could just tell that awkward breakfast the morning after something was just really off and it, it was, it was weird. Oh, I forgot to mention vibe. that. Yeah. Like the coffee comments, like it was weird. Almost like she was being sarcastic with him. I could not yeah. pick up what was going on and yeah, he and was, he wasn't having it, but she was like, yeah, if everything seemed super like acty on her part, but like well, in she, an obvious way. 
she was talking about, she was like, now, like, are we on the same page? Mm -hmm. Like, do you remember what we talked about? And then, and I was, I didn't know what that conversation was until Zach came and saw me and he had mentioned his age. That's when that was, there was the aha moment. Like maybe she's not sure that he's really ready at his age um, to do this and and to get down on one knee. Um, Seeing how emotional he was. I mean, he's, he's obviously was heartbroken by that. He was super confused and, you know, he knew he needed to talk to her and address that with her at the rose ceremony. And that's what, that's what he's about to do. We're going to see that, but just based on just body language, watching everything and seeing how, how hurt Zach was after the fact, something definitely went down. And I think you're going to find that out um, coming up. What was said? Oh, so we do get more. Oh, we're, you're you're going to get more. Oh, thank goodness. Could it possibly have been because like a, a sexual rendezvous, like awkwardness? I don't know, man. I'll say this: having been in, in a in a in a fantasy suite or two in my life, I I, I can say things can. I mean, things can can go off. Things can um, you know can go wrong. And if there's, it's a conversation. Um, or it's a compatibility issue in, in any way, shape, or form. Things you know, you make, you make. Uh, I think realizations in those moments when you're trying to find clarity to find out is this person going to be my forever, um, and it, it can be a whole different number of things. I think a lot of Bachelor Nation wants to know what went down, what happened, why were there those weird feels coming out, and I, and I think we're going to get get those answers. I could keep talking to you about Gabby and Rachel, but I'm going to give you a theory. And we're gonna okay. we're gonna end it at this and then move on to paradise. Okay. I think both girls are going to get engaged at the end of this, and I think they're both going to show up to the after the final rose single. Okay. This is my stoic face. Straight not face, straight to face. Give anything away. He's too good face. at this game. Okay. Don't don't tip anything. <sighs> All right. I think that's it though. That's my theory. Okay. Well, that leads us into what do you prefer, Jesse? Hosting a paradise or hosting the main show? Um, I I don't know. I, I sort of lo- I I really enjoy doing both uh, for different reasons. Paradise was super fun. Um, a it was great seeing all of you. So great seeing you. you. How was it for you going back there? I mean, I know I, I we, we'll talk about it and people will see it on air live and everything, but. It was so amazing having both you and Jared there. We talk about it like almost daily being like, can we go back to paradise? Can we go back to paradise? Just a little teaser. It was the first time that paradise was truly paradise for both of us. Yeah. It was such a great time. Do you like, do you, are are you with me on this? Like paradise looks better in person than it does on TV. I I, I think it's beautiful. It is beautiful. I thought it was stunning. You were talking about sets, you know, and how they change that just bare room into this beautiful set. Talk about what they do for paradise. Like that place yeah. is lush. They they do so much decorating. I can't believe that the Playa Escondida doesn't just keep it up all year round. A, a thousand percent, a yeah. thousand percent. It looks totally different apparently when they when they take it all yeah. down again. But just like that area on the beach and the water, it's great. I don't know, man. I, I it was cool seeing people from Clayton season and from Rachel and Gabby season who I knew personally, and it was also cool you know, being at the gates of paradise and meeting people that were coming down from previous shows that, that I'd watched as a fan. So that was awesome. Um, and then like, I, I think for people at home, when they watch to me, it's like expect the unexpected in a way, because they're going to be surprised by people who show up. I think they're going to be surprised at who ends up coupling up. 
And there's some twists in the format that that we've never seen on Paradise before. Which is so there's maybe, a lot of newness, yeah. Which is maybe why the girls say "f you, Jesse Palmer," I know. in the preview. Gotta be honest. It's kind of, <laughs> I was like, like when, it, when it happened, and Peter Geist, the producer, was like, "You should see what they said about you." Like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "What do you mean?" And he showed me a video, and I was dying laughing at uh, at Mental All. I was howling about that. I knew I was going to get a shout out, but not like that. <laughs> All right, Jesse. Well, I have to, I've got to let you go. I just want to let you know that Saquon Barkley actually has a really hot longtime girlfriend. So you're going to have to come up with a new pick for next time I see you. A new New York giant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'll see you next time. Can't wait. Can't wait for um, paradise and all that. See ya. Bye. I had so many more questions for Jesse, but he's a very busy man. Like I said, he was backstage at Kelly and Ryan when I'm talking to him. So he's got big things to do with the finale coming up. I just can't believe this finale. It's dark, guys. It looks dark. <laughs> I'm scared for both these girls. I really want them to have happy endings, and I'm just worried that they went through all this and they're not going to get it. But Ben and I will be back next week recapping the finale episodes, and then I will be here with Catherine Lowe, and that episode will be released on Friday. So I'll talk to you soon. Love you so much. Until then, I've been Ashley. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really needs your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. 
was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.